Good morning. Time for a cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. With us today, Grady County Sheriff Jim Weir. Sheriff, thanks yeah. again for coming in. And, no problem, George. Anytime. And the Sheriff's Office spokesperson, Lisa Hatchett. Hi, Lisa. Hi, George. Nice good, to be here. Good to have you guys on the show again and talk about uh, some things happening with the SO. And we want to thank our sponsors for being with us, including Stanley Systems and Kimmity Bank of Oklahoma. So we're all dodging a lot of raindrops out there, and oh my goodness, it's just uh, it's been a crazy uh, 2021. We thought COVID was bad last year, now we're fighting rain all year, it seemed like. Yeah, and plumbing problems at yeah. the courthouse. Yeah, we've, the courthouse was closed a couple of days this past week, and uh, because of the rain, it's just a, a mess. And It's a mess, I, and it affects the sewer system. Mm-hmm. So uh, and it affects uh, all the activities at the courthouse, especially when you guys go out and make arrests and uh, look for some court appearances, and those have to be delayed. So yes, they do. Uh, so just one thing after another, I guess. So what have you? What are you seeing uh, around the county as far as any flooding or anything? Or a little the, bit. There's a, a little bit a road that uh, was closed yesterday. You mm-hmm. know, so just a, a few few issues so far. Just ask people to be careful if they're approaching. Absolutely. what we've seen too many things on TV and hear about all the terrible things and that it can happen so just turn around don't drown exactly so, well, that's we, the thing. Well, so. and we just had a case where we the, they found a lady the day before yesterday she had probably they think they went out to check her pond area and she got swept into a, a culvert so be careful if you're out checking ponds and things too yes so, all right uh it's uh coming to be the first of the month in a new fiscal year for for all governments county government all that so uh talk about your budget request for the year and what you're looking for well i'm going to ask for a little bit of an increase from the commissioners and the excise board this year my main uh, request is i'm going to add a investigator position because uh there's a lot more going on in the county that requires a lot more a lot of the deputies do their own investigations right now on the little things but we're getting enough larger incidents that occur that requires a lot more intensive investigation and right now this year my investigator i paid him 69 i think it was 6900 dollars in overtime plus a bunch of comp time and that just shows he's being overworked and when you overwork somebody they're probably not doing as good a job as they could on those cases so i need to take some of the load off him get another investigator in there it's just fair to the public because a lot of cases are not getting the attention they need there's some, been some big cases in the last uh, couple of months um and uh, just this week uh the uh drug raid basically down at the grill houses down at rush springs that were illegal operations you get a chance to go down there yes i was down there wow. with them a good part of the morning uh we helped OBN. They had they brought eleven or twelve people. Wow. We had eleven or twelve people, and it took uh, till one o'clock that morning to get all that done. And we had another incident. We've had two of these in the last two years where we located a large stash of stolen property, and that took uh, the investigator and two or three deputies two or three days just to catalog all the stolen property that was recovered. That's after getting it off the property and spending a couple of days on the property. Exactly. That's what over by Dibble? Yes. Uh, February, March, I think it was. Yes, it was. So that was huge. Yeah, and that was Sergeant Chris Kennel's uh, case. Made a couple of big arrests, too, out of that. Yes, so we finally caught after those some guys. good follow-up on that. Yep. So, good deal. Uh, all right, so what else? Uh, how's the fleet going uh, as far as cars and vehicles? Fleet's very and good. Like that? and That's one of the things that will be in the budget this year. Mm-hmm. We've... Uh, 
We've, we just took delivery on five brand-new vehicles this year. That gives us 10 right now that are good because, again, last year, even with the new vehicles we bought, I spent almost forty thousand almost forty thousand dollars in vehicle repairs just last year on the fleet that we've got right now, so we get we just took delivery on five new ones. I asked the excise board for one more five car lease next year that'll give all the patrol deputies a basically a brand new vehicle they'll be in, and I'll cut our uh vehicle repair costs way down. Uh, the dispatch center is uh, growing, I yes. guess, right? Yeah, we uh, we got a grant this year to uh, modernize and upgrade all three of the uh, dispatch stations because I added one last year, and uh, we'll get, there'll be new consoles, new radio systems, everything brand new, updated because we're fixing to get into where we've got to enter the next generation nine one one, and that's uh, that's required by the state. It's a state requirement. And so we need to get ready for that. But uh, And we added an office on from my dispatch supervisor because he's taken on additional duties And because uh, we have 10 full-time uh, dispatchers, and they all stay very busy. Let's talk about uh, your new uh, undersheriff. Uh, we talked about him here a few weeks ago, that uh, Gary Boggess has been uh, very busy since, uh, since his addition to the, the department. Yes, he's doing a great job. He uh, his experience in uh in uh, education has shown as soon as he sat down at that desk, he started taking care of business and he ch- just checks with me and makes sure that we're on the same page and we're moving forward. It's he's he's taking a lot off of my plate. Thanks for being with us on our cool conversation program today. Sheriff Jim Weir and uh, Lisa Hedger with the sheriff's office uh, joining us on the program. So uh, one of the things that, Lisa, your big responsibility is uh, checking up on sex offenders and making sure that they're registered and all that. And uh, that's a full-time job in itself, I guess, anymore. It definitely is because uh, it's sex and violent offender registry. So violent offenders have to register as well. We don't have near as many of those as we do sex offenders, though. We've got just approximately 115 sex offenders in the county and that's the county that's that's the actual you know non-incorporated areas of the county that they live in that is not uh chickasha or tuttle it does not include the municipalities does not include the municipalities right wow wow okay and people can find out if there's a sex offender living near them, I guess, right? Isn't right. There a- there's Well, you can go online mm-hmm. and uh, to DOC Sex Offender Lookup, and it will tell you. And there's some different apps on your phones that will tell you if a sex offender is, you know, close by you. And, of course, we have to check their addresses before they ever move there. That's the important thing. There's lots of rules and regulations, and they're there for a reason. And one of them is that prior to moving into an area, three days prior they have to notify us and say, I am looking at this address. Is it in a green zone? And that means, you know, it's good for them to live there. If it's not in a green zone, they can't move there. If it's near a, a daycare, if it's near a playground, you know, a church has a daycare and a playground or, or a, school. a school, you know, any of those things, you can't live. They can't live there. So we have to check that out. And if they come into our area and move into our area and don't tell us, then they're going to go to jail. It's just plain and simple because they've broke the the law. Had one recently that uh, moved in and didn't tell anybody he was leaving or coming into the county. Had two of them recently. Really? Really, yeah. We had uh, one that came in, and uh, he left McLean County, didn't let them know that he was leaving, came into Grady County. We get a, a tip that he's living here. 
go out and check it out. He's indeed living here. He fills out a statement that, yep, I've been here a couple of weeks, just didn't, you know, have time to make it down there. And that's that's not a reason, excuse, or, you know, anything like that. So um, arrested him and took him to jail. And then we had another one that moved in from Oklahoma County yep. and, uh, you know, actually had Oklahoma County um, detective call me and say, hey, found out he's living in your area and he didn't tell us he was leaving, but he's there, and he had been here for three weeks and never notified either county. And you have to notify the county you're leaving, that you're checking out, and, and where you're going, and then you have to notify the county that you're coming into. And if you don't do those two things, then that gets you in trouble. A lot of got to ride that fine line, I guess. Well, so. you know, and like I said, they're there for a reason because most of the ones that we have, are not, you know, it, there's a lot of, um, what's the word I'm wanting to use? There's a lot of misinformation. People go, well, the, some of these sex offenders, they're just on here for urinating in public. Not anymore. They did away with all that stuff. They did a huge overhaul. There was Starkey VDOC, and, uh, you know, that let ones off that shouldn't be still be on there that maybe had been sentenced and their time was going to be like 10 years on the registry, not lifetime like it is now. And most of ours that we have here are level three, which means they have to check in every 90 days. And they're, most of them are either aggravated or habitual or both. And they're lifetime. So most of the ones we have here are not ones that are just here because they, you know, did something minor. It's not a minor infraction. Most of ours are, are on the registry because that they did some really bad things and that's why that there is that uh, you know strenuous mm -hmm. rules and regulations to keep up with them all right uh sheriff let's talk about um some of the other improvements uh with the department and what's, what's your staff numbers up to now we have 29 full-time sworn deputies besides uh three civilians and i've got uh, four or five part-time the part-time handle mostly uh, prisoner transports. That's something that uh, my executive assistant, Sabre Martin, handles. And, in fact, we have a deputy flying out right. He flew out this morning to go to Oregon. I forget the town he's going to. That one of our fugitives landed up there. And that uh, takes a lot of time, a lot of money. And I, I don't want to pull deputies off the street to do that, so I hire several uh, deputies uh, part-time. To do these transports uh, most of them are within a day's drive but every once in a while we get one out of state and we've got to fly out to get them i think we talked last time you were uh, on the one of our programs uh about your cross deputization with the chickasaws because you yes. are you are uh, able to do that now since with the mcgirt decision yep. we actually uh, did that prior too well we had we had done it prior but they rewritten the uh the regulations for their, for their side, so we had to get a new uh, agreement in place, which was signed by us, the county commissioners, and uh, Governor Anna Tubby. That was signed, and it was sent to Light Horse Police, and in fact, just a few weeks ago, they got their nice new commission cards from uh, Chickasaw Nation Light Horse Police, so they're cross-deputized with them now. Uh, got a big event coming up this next week, um, so... Want to talk about uh, the we, blood drive? Yeah, it's the 
Boots and Badges, the annual blood drive that we have. It is uh, Wednesday, the July 7th. It's going to be at the Grady County Fairgrounds. So we invite everybody to come out and give blood. Of course, say you're there for law enforcement. No, um, it, you say <laughs> you're there for whoever well, you no, want to be. We, we joke. We joke. But everybody but, knows in this day and age, law enforcement would love to see your support. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have that... Uh, do it every year the sheriff whenever uh, he came into office that was one of the first things he told me is hey i want to handle uh, want us to get blood drives going i want to make sure that we have people uh, that we help save lives and we we give blood and so we do now three blood drives every year and we've yep. been doing that since the sheriff came into office and it's uh, needed right now since uh, the obi issued a blood emergency a, a oh, week yes. and a half or so ago and in fact it's so. funny they called me because i'm on the list yeah they called me yesterday and said we and i had to interrupt her i said ma'am i'm sponsoring blood drive next week <laughs> so i will be giving blood and she she thanked me and yeah i get i get that too because uh, i'm the blood drive coordinator here at the station yeah. and so they'll give me a call or an email mm-hmm. or something so uh, uh they're just uh, checking and double checking because uh uh, they need the blood. And, and we oh, have yeah. to thank you, too, George, because you always come out and give blood at our blood drives and support us. And so we appreciate that. Well, I'm not eligible for your blood drive this time because uh, you just had I one just here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we still but, thank uh, you. You bet. Uh, and, uh, for first, if you've never given blood, you know, do it once and you'll you'll do it uh, again and again because it's not that bad of a process. And, no, uh, and, you're, you're and you are definitely going to mm-hmm. that will save somebody's life somewhere down the line. All right, uh, Sheriff Jim Weir and Lisa Hatchett with us on our cool conversation. Anything else you'd like to add to the show, well, Sheriff, I, or anything? Or? I just made a crack about supporting law enforcement. Yeah. We get very strong support from all the community in Grady County. I'm, I want to thank everybody. They very strongly support my office and law enforcement all over this county. All right. They do, and we appreciate them. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsors as well, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems.